today's episode, I am going to sell you on why you should come to a retreat, especially here with me, and why one of my revitalization retreats can save you, transform you, and get you where you want to go. If you're a woman who's on a path of healing and transformation, it's time to live your heart out. My name is Nancy Ma, and I'm a physiotherapist, a family woman, and a dreamer just like you. Join me each week as I share a way of living where you'll feel more alive, vibrant, and free. Retreats can change your life, and today I am going to sell you on why you should come to a retreat and why you should come to this retreat here. Retreats changed my life, and um, I remember very specifically in 2013 when I went on a retreat, and that changed my life so much that I knew that that's what I wanted to do and I wanted to run my own retreats. In 2013 was when I went to my first retreat in California and I came back from that and a seed was planted and I literally came back pregnant and well, obviously I went on this retreat with my husband and I knew that I wanted to change the direction my life was headed. I, I came back and I knew I was going to have a kid and I didn't want to keep living the life that I was living. I was born and raised in Toronto, raised as a city girl, you know, sold on the dream of hustling and bustling your way through life. And um, I was already getting burnt out even before I had kids. So I knew that having a kid was gonna change my life and I wanted to be one step ahead of the game. And I had to figure out a way that I could still bring value out in the world and still help people with their pain, with their energy levels, with their vitality levels and still live my own life and have a fulfilling, beautiful, vibrant life. So I was at a yoga conference in Toronto in 2014. So I had my daughter in 2014. I went to that retreat in 2013, came back, knew I wanted to change, but didn't quite know how. I had Nyla in 2014 and we had this beautiful year where I was working part-time, only seeing clients I loved, and I was traveling a lot with her in tow. And then the week before I was supposed to return from mat leave, because in Canada we have a year off, which is beautiful and great, um, I went to a yoga conference in Toronto. And I was busy doing all these workshops and I was learning all these different things. And I didn't have time to go shopping at all the booths, which is one of the things I love about these conventions, right? After, when, after the last workshop, I just went and grabbed pamphlets and flyers from each station or each booth and when I got home that night I started looking through them and I saw this brochure for a yoga retreat for sale and my heart was just so turned on in that moment I was like oh my gosh this this is my ticket this is how I'm going to change my life and do all the things I wanted to do this was my dream and I never thought about this before it's not like I grew up and said, I want to move far away and live on a farm property and run retreats. Like I'm a city girl. Like I grew up wearing heels and tons of makeup and going to Sephora and just very much like a city girl. I hated walking. I just didn't like the rain or grass or insects. So if you had told me a year prior that this brochure was going to light me up, I would have thought you were crazy. And, um, I was so excited about it, I went to tell my husband and I said, hey, look at this cool thing. This, there's this retreat for sale, 
but like it's way out of our budget. It's like six million dollars, and you know we were still you know a young couple with a newborn, and he was like, "No, silly, it's the property taxes six thousand. It's not the six million dollar property." And I was like, "Oh, so this is in our price range." Not really. It was still out of our price range, but it was enough for us to say, "Let's go look at it." So that night, neither of us could sleep, and we went to go look at it. And then he was—he kept saying to me, "He's like, just play it cool. Like, don't act too excited. Don't sh- don't show how much you love this place." So I, we get there, we pull up this long driveway, and I'm just already like, my heart is so full, so open, and there's like a row of beautiful willow trees, and. My heart is melting, and I said to the real estate agent, "I was just like, oh, I love." And then I knew I wasn't supposed to say like how much I love the place. I was like, "I love the sun," and my husband just rolled his eyes at me because he knew I was gonna say, "Oh my gosh, I love the willow trees." That place, we took my parents to come, and they were just like, "You're crazy. Why are you moving like two hours away from the city? There's no one here. You're gonna be living in the boonies. This is crazy." Um. And so we didn't end up buying that property because it was out of our price range and things didn't work out. There were, we tried to, to get it in various ways, but it didn't work out. And we were kind of heartbroken, but we were excited about the idea that this brochure sparked our dream. And so we started looking at other places and eventually we landed at this place. And... Um, it was also out of our price range, well out of our price range. And so we just didn't even bother going to look at the place or booking an appointment. And my husband, Brian, he was just really like kind of skeptical. He's like, are you sure you're going to be able to leave, move away from your parents? Because I was living down the street from my parents. They were free babysitters. Anytime I want, 24-7 babysitting. Are you sure you want to leave that lifestyle? And I was like, yes, I'm sure because... I know when all of me is aligned with this dream and I, how I feel so lit up, I, I knew that this was right. So then we kept looking for months and months and forcing our way into other properties, but none of them worked out. And then we came across this property again, and then it came up that the price had dropped by half a million dollars within five months. Clearly, the previous owners were needing to get rid of the property. It turns out they were two older couples and they didn't get along anymore and they didn't want to keep doing this. We ended up coming here and the honest truth is I didn't fall in love with this property. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but it had the potential and I could see beyond what it was and what I knew I wanted to make it to be. There were a lot of risks. It was kind of outside of our, our budget, but we made it work. And a lot of things lined up in our favor because we believed and we trusted and it happened. And by the time we moved here, you know, it's a small town where we live. And a lot of people we met were like, oh, I wanted to buy your property. I saw I've been eyeing it for years and it just never happened. And I just knew in my heart that this property was just waiting for us to come. And I've been, you know, I have worked with mediums or I've been in contact with mediums and who have said that this property is meant for us and the own, the, the previous spirits that have been here are, are still here and they are, they're supporting your dream and they're happy for you. So, I mean, I don't ever feel like this house is haunted. I feel very loved and supported in this house. But anyway, 
after a few years of living here and turning it into what I wanted this place to be, this dream idyllic place, it is, it's there. It's finally at that place where it's this, this dream retreat destination. And, you know, you, you'd have to see the videos and, and obviously come here for yourself to experience it. But we're, we're located um, on the Niagara Escarpment. We have 22 acres. There's a waterfalls literally like right next to our house. And the energy here is so vibrant that when people pull up the driveway and they step outside of their car or even before they step out of their car, they have this deep feeling of home, this feeling of this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And I get people over and over telling me how emotional they feel just by being here. They just feel so connected to the space and the land and the energy. And it must be because, you know, where I live, um, it's the highest concentration of waterfalls in the world. I think there's like over 100 waterfalls, I think in a 100 kilometer radius or something like that. And so even though when I first moved here seven years ago, it didn't look the way I wanted it to look, but I just felt inside that this was it. And so this, the reason this is the dream retreat experience is because of that feeling of feeling completely safe and connected to, to the earth. And this house here was built in the 1860s. And in that, this time, like almost 200 years, we are only the fourth owners to inhabit this home. And this property so we're very honored to use this home as an access point for so many people who have lost their way and you know a retreat experience is very important when you are lost when you're trying to find who you are i know that's cliche it's an experience that i think you know everybody experiences at least in their 40s but now i feel like people are starting to experience it earlier in their 30s and even 20 year olds are starting to feel it it's this this experience of being lost and trying to figure things out and somewhere along the way you get lost and you go on a retreat to step back from your everyday life and get perspective because when you're in it and you're going through the motion and you're spinning your wheels you don't see very clearly and having or going on a retreat is a way to get perspective like this is probably the the thing that i prescribe the most as a health practitioner is to go on a vacation. When people are in pain and they have stress and anxiety, the number one thing I, I say is to go on vacation because that's a word that people can understand. But even more important than a vacation or how a retreat is different than a vacation is that the whole purpose of this isn't to escape your life, it's to understand your life. It's to take a step back and say, what am I doing over there that isn't getting me where I want to go? You can't see that when you're in it. Right? So you have to step away from that and go somewhere. I mean, you don't have to fly somewhere far away, or you can. You can come here, as I said. But it, a vacation or a, a vacation is often you go somewhere to have fun or relax and sometimes escape from a crazy lifestyle. But a retreat is, yes, you're removing yourself from your everyday grind, maybe your everyday relationships and workplace and environment, but you're going within, you're retreating and you're going within 
to find some answers. That is the first stage of a healing journey that when I work with my clients, the first thing we do is we take a step back and look at their life and say, okay, what were you doing here? So when I work with clients, um, we spend a good good first month or first few sessions on really having a bird's eye view on what you're doing in your life. So whether that's um, how what you're eating, what your thoughts are, what your moods are, your emotions, your movements, your relationships, your lifestyle, and really understanding where things might have gone awry. And you know, I did a previous episode on understanding pain, and that it's very important to do this process of journaling, especially guided journaling, so that you can see it. Because if you don't see it, you can't make changes. When you go through this really immersive experience of retreating, you gain so much perspective and you can gain so much clarity because you have this heightened sense of awareness, of consciousness. In the yoga world, there's Sanskrit saying Sat-Chit-Ananda, and that means existence, consciousness, bliss. And this is something I hear a lot from clients is when they, before they work with me is I feel like I'm just existing. That is their their reality. That's what they're perceiving in their life. They're just there. They're not really living or feeling vibrant and alive. And they're not dead either. They're just numb, going through the motions, kind of flatlining. And in order to flourish, in order to go from flatlining to flourishing, you have to have this awareness, this consciousness, because without it, no change can happen. It's almost as if the second you have this consciousness, things start shifting. Even without making any changes, without making any active changes, when you have that awareness, when you can start seeing things clearly, your energy changes. And, you know, this is a big reason why people get hurt and have low energy is they're going through their motion they're going through the motions and they don't have a sense of direction and they're not going anywhere and they they feel listless or helpless and so their energy levels decrease and this is why going on retreat is important because when you have that consciousness your energy shifts as well and you can feel more hopeful and you also feel a lot lighter because when you understand things like solving a problem and you have you know a set of instructions if you imagine opening up i don't know i'm not really good at following instructions in general but let's say like i don't know a kia set or something and there was no instructions that would be really really hard to do so when you're doing a retreat or when you're going through a retreat experience whether it's even in your home environment you are journaling your way through your life and you're getting a perspective and you're reflecting on these things and that's very important for you to again gain some clarity another thing to do or experience to have when you're on a retreat is to do a fast now this can sound scary something we do on a retreat here especially the longer retreats is we do a 24-hour fast and that can be scary for some people who've never been on a fast, but a fast is so important. Yeah, it is. So that you can have this better relationship with yourself, with your body, and with food. 
And we, you know, if you go on a 24 hour fast, you're not going to die. And people are so scared of it because we've just been trained to think we have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If not, we're going to get moody, we're going to get lightheaded, or we're going to be hangry. And that's not true. Well, it can be true if that's how you're trained and that's what you believe. But fasting is important because you are removing often what's a distractor or a number or a numbing tool. We tend to eat out of habit or eat because we're distracted or eat emotionally rather than eating for nutrition and eating to sustain ourselves. Like we don't need to actually eat three meals a day. So this, this experience of fasting, I, mean, I, can, I can describe it to you, but you have to actually experience it to, to really know what it means. And that's just one of the things we do. And if you don't go on a retreat, it's to have in your journey of healing, growth, revitalization, that you have a retreat experience in your life, whether you're taking you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month for yourself to really increase your level of awareness and start removing things from your life that are making it more chaotic. So in this phase, we also get, because we've done the journaling, we know what's important to us and what's not important to us, and we can start to declutter our life. And when you start to declutter, you're making space for yourself, you can see things more clearly in a way that's it's kind of fasting so let's say you have a relationship that's very toxic or that it's causing you a lot of stresses in this phase of, of retreating you want to take some time away from that stimulant so that you can really understand that dynamic and see whether or not it's working for you seeing what's going on with it that might not be working for you so that's another thing we do Especially on the retreats, we also do a period where we're not talking, so a silent retreat. And we're not spending, it's not a seven day retreat, but we do spend, you know, a good half day, sometimes full day when we're not talking. And that also is a challenging experience for people because they can't imagine not talking that it just you would feel so lonely or isolated and that can be a very scary experience and this was one of the reasons uh, retreat experience is so powerful is because you're not alone you're doing it with others and you're doing it with guidance and support another thing we do uh, we fast uh, on is our electronics i know i'm not doing that right now here but fasting from and again fasting just means like you're going without and so uh, fasting from electronics is a very powerful thing. I definitely probably should do it more often than I do. But having time away from distractions and noises and things that are contributing to our pain, our busyness, our chaos, our and are affecting our you know energy levels and our social media, social media in general, but definitely our electronic devices can often zap us of our energy level so taking a break from that and so i know it's probably not doing a great job of selling this retreat experience because so far we got like okay we're not going to eat we're not going to talk to each other and we're not going to be on our phones what are we going to do so um yes that is true we are going to take a break from these things but of course we're going to be talking sharing okay so another thing we do that people don't necessarily like but it's very powerful is we're vulnerable and we're vulnerable with each other. I've had people share on retreats deep things that they've done that they're ashamed of, 
they've had affairs, they've hurt people, they've um, thought of committing suicide, they've, you know, just things that are you would you would feel you would never share with other people. Um, and people do share in a retreat experience, especially if they're feeling safe and they're feeling connected to nature and they're feeling connected in their, the environment they're in where they're not feeling judged. And when you're able to share your feelings and be vulnerable, it is a very big release. And it, it can be very transformative because... You know, we often are holding things in so much and we don't have someone to talk to, someone we trust, someone can, we, who understands us. And in a way, when you are sharing amongst strangers, it, this is, you know, I mean, you get to know them and they're not strangers anymore, but it's different than sharing with your best friend or it's different than sharing with your husband or your mom. You know that they're just so closely tied to you that they're, they might judge you or they want you to go in a direction you don't want to go into. So... On a retreat, we're very vulnerable. We do share things and there's no forcing. People just want to share because they feel safe to do so and they know it makes them feel lighter. So part of that vulnerability is that on our retreats, people tend to go naked and it's not in any way sexual at all. It's because you just feel so safe and held by mother nature that we're outside, we're we're in private trails and um, you know we're, we're doing a hydrotherapy circuit and we're outside and we're sweating and we're just so connected to nature that it just it feels very freeing and I've grown up my whole life of course being very conservative and not sharing not wanting to be naked ever in a change room in a change room setting and I'm not saying that everybody is and you expect to see you know, everybody naked, but it's, I'm sharing this because it is a very liberating feeling to, to feel free enough and safe enough to feel naked for no other reason than, than freedom. And that's also a very powerful experience. Um, something else we do is we dance and we do have fun. And we, we do let go and we loosen up. And that, okay, it's obvious why people would feel uncomfortable being naked in front of others. That might seem obvious. But dancing and singing, people get so nervous to do these things because you're doing it in front of a crowd. And you never, in a normal environment, we don't let ourselves go enough and we're so scared that we're holding on to all this tension. We're scared. What are they going to judge us? And then, you know, you think about, you know, high school dances and, you know, guys are in the corner and then the girls are like in groups and like, it's just awkward. And then when you're an adult, it just becomes increasingly more, more awkward, especially if it's been years since you've hit the clubs or been in the bar scene. I've had women cry to me and say, thank you for holding space for such a beautiful experience because dancing is a, a way that we can let go of our tensions. It's a form of self-expression. It's a form of connection when you're really feeling connected to the music or with nature. And it is such a beautiful and powerful experience that 
you know, I mean, I dance all the time with my kids and, and all that stuff. And I've learned to like really let go of those fears that are holding me back from feeling good in my body. But that took work. That took, you know, me going to retreat experiences where it's like, oh, that's encouraged and that's allowed. And actually it feels better and you feel freer and you feel more like yourself. And so that's one of the things that we do that that really can make you see your life differently and make you see yourself differently. Another thing that people are challenged with is we do the cold plunge. Okay, I know I'm not doing the greatest job of selling the retreat experience so far because we're doing all these things that most people don't want to do. But the cold plunge, everybody goes into it scared, of course. And it doesn't matter how many videos I do showing you know, me being in the cold tub, you're still going to feel nervous if you haven't done it before. The cold tub is such a way to really go inside and challenge yourself and feel that you can do something that you previously didn't think you could do. And that really almost sums up the retreat experience is you change the narrative, you change your story, you change what you tell yourself about your capabilities or your possibilities. And most people come in to the retreat experience scared of that the most is the cold plunge. Half of them, maybe not half, but a few of them will say, okay, I'm just not going to do it. And for me, there's no pressure. I want people to get the most out of the retreat experience and they're definitely not going to get the most out of it if they feel like I'm getting them or pushing them or pressuring them to do something they don't want to do. No one has ever done a retreat and not done the cold plunge. Everybody has, except one woman who was pregnant. Um, but other than that, even though people think that they can't, every they watch all these other people do it, come out of the cold plunge refreshed, alive, awake, and alive. Like they're not, they didn't die. So okay, chances are you do the cold plunge, you're not gonna die too. And, um, but it's okay because I get you to sign waivers, so it's fine if you do. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, and so you do these kind of experiences and you walk away from them and you say, oh, I can do things. I can do things that I didn't think I could do. This is why people leave so transformed. And the, of course, the longer the retreat experience is, the more it cements, the more it um, sticks to you, the greater impact it has. Um, you know, if you go to, you know, a day event, it's different than going to a week long retreat. You have more time for yourself to understand yourself, to heal, to share, to be vulnerable, to let loose. Um, and really it's important to have a guided process because it's, that's where we feel safe and, and held. There's a container for a process. We're not just doing random things. And, you know, I, I would love to say that you come to a retreat here, your life is going to be forever changed and everything will be perfect. But then I would really be lying to you. The reality is that most people, even if they go on vacation, they will come back and they you know, when you're on vacation, you don't have a care in the world and that in and of itself is already quite healing, but you come back and you go back to your everyday life, nothing changes and you go back to the way things were. And that's, that's not different than a retreat is that people leave here uplifted, excited, and 
unless you're going to continue to work on your journey with me and I have a lot of clients that you know they work with me and then retreat experience is part of their transformation and their journey but if you're just coming to just a retreat I'm not going to lie to you and say you come to a retreat and nothing and everything is going to be perfect it's you have to actually continue the journey in your environment because it's it's like rehab like everybody leaves rehab sober you know they wouldn't let you go unless you were but then what happens is you go back to the environment that got you addicted in the first place and all the triggers are the same you're in the same home same relationships same uh, maybe workspace same stories in your head and then in a way it's even more defeating because you're like damn i already did the work i thought i healed but i didn't i'm just the same i didn't change so it's important to have that experience but still continue on your journey with support because that can happen all this to say is that if you are on a journey of healing growth revitalization then consider coming to a retreat here and i host these retreats for women who want to feel revitalized who are seeking support in a safe environment where they can connect to nature they can reach outside of their comfort zone they can grow and they can do the deep work to heal and they get to reclaim their vitality and change this, their story that they have that of themselves whatever the story is whatever the narrative is that's keeping them the same stuck spinning their wheels so i invite you to consider coming to a retreat here despite all the challenging things we're going to do it is fun it is it is super fun and we have tons of laughs and tons of fun and we do really incredible things and i'm not going to give them all away and uh it doesn't hurt to just explore what it looks like for you so you can book a call even and share what you're looking for and we can walk you through if this retreat experience is right for you. So until then, have a wonderful revitalized day and I'll see you in the next episode. Remember to live your heart out.